Good evening to all our fan fan listeners out there, and welcome to the show where we make you want to believe. Is that your intro? Yeah, that's that's my little spiel. I should have worked on it. Oh, you worked on it all day, all night. Uh, I was actually gonna plug it straight in here. Mic check, respect the architect, no nonsense, taking over your set, yeah. show y'all what's next, prove I'm the best, what moves I possess, ill intellect, state of mind, northwest, yes, I'm obsessed with higher consciousness. Love Back to Future, favorite, one of my favorite movies, probably, uh, definitely in my top five, uh, watched it constantly, I thought of a thousand scenarios, of, you know, since I saw that movie, and I was probably nine years old when I saw that. And, and of course, I saw the sequels, but uh, nothing had the impact on me as far as uh, wanting to travel back as back in time, as such as that movie. And uh, I've always thought about, you know, um, you know, all the ways history would change if you did this or that, and you know, in a lot of things, uh, it could, you know, kill Hitler. That's a big one. What if uh, there was, you know, we had uh, different presidents at certain times. Well, you know, uh, what if um, there was, you know, if the Roman, the Romans had uh, the advancement of gunpowder? Alternate histories. Yeah, dude, completely dialed. Kind of like that. the man in the high castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I've always thought, it, but the other scenarios were, you know, what if it's already happened? If people have actually have actually done it? Have actually altered time? Mm-hmm. Well, then you'd have to break all the physicist's heart and say there's no arrow of time or it's constantly going straight, 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 straight. I don't think it works quite the way most people uh, would would uh, summarize. And, you know, uh, even Einstein didn't quite have a uh, complete definition of what it was. You know, um, he could he, he could prove that it, it existed, but uh, in the end, he was of the mindset that there were, it was basically a construct uh, made by man, but don't call me on that because I could be wrong. So. That time was itself. Yeah, because if you if you think about it, it's well, uh, he put them together: space time, Min- Minkowski space time, and he called it space time because it's space and time are both the same thing, inseparable time. What we think of as time is not really time; it's just motion through space. Um, no, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So, no. I mean, to deal with time travel, you got to think of how to actually reverse. I mean, the motion that we're already going in, we're already going in one motion. You got to figure out how to reverse that somehow, or or not not necessarily reverse. Maybe we're we're think of it in wrong terms. Maybe it's not reverse. Well, you, you uh, like the one summary where it says we're all time travelers. We're moving forward, and it's just our inability to uh, move backwards is, is uh, what uh, prevents us to be the true definition of what we think of of time travelers, being able to go back and forth. And uh, you always got to think about that. Uh, what would that entail? So uh, I've uh, I've thought about the the not only the scenarios, you know, and if it's happened, but uh, what if there's uh, some of them among us right now, like time travelers? Yeah. What if they? What if um, to them, um, it's a, simply a vacation? Well, Donald Trump's a time traveler. Look at him. I mean, he made it all the way from the '80s with that haircut. I always thought. <laughs> I always thought about the interference of yeah. I always thought about the uh, interference of time travelers uh, that's already occurred. Maybe uh, s- uh, people such as Elon Musk. Maybe maybe know. he's a time traveler, or like like how Joe Rogan kind of 
pointed out he's an alien, one of the weird aliens on the Star Trek Enterprise, and Joe Rogan's like Captain Kirk. Yeah. Uh, another thing you could think about is uh, World War II. Um, geez, yeah, how fast the Nazis seem to have progressed. And those were just little increments of technology that, you know, that were shown, uh, you know, that could have been shown to them, and they could have, uh, they, they transferred their society totally almost, you know, within a, what, five, ten-year period, and they totally, and they almost, they almost, they're a nation of 40 million people taking on the entire rest of the world. You got to think about that. And all the, you know, technology is the crack of, you know, the crack of man. It always has been. And so that makes it uh, that much more you know, interesting if if it actually had occurred. But now, now that's thinking short term, you know, you know, 50, 100 years back. Now we'll go back longer and think about the implications that it's already happened. You know, one, one, one of my uh, beliefs was is that it has occurred, probably here in North America, if you think about it, um, that would uh, affect us directly right here. Uh, think about it. Uh, what happened to all the advanced civilizations that actually were here in North America and South America? They seem to have just gone, you know, within a short time period. You know, could that have been um, somebody from the future maybe uh, interfering in the past by accident? Then, um, you know, a lot of uh, the evidence suggests that these civilizations just collapsed in almost in, in such a short period of time. You know, historians can debate, you know, whether or, or not. Or maybe, maybe it's longer, possibly, in that the civilizations that were there, like, you know, the Mayans and the Egyptians, we, we say they're great civilizations. What if they just showed up and that stuff was already there and they started using it? Mm-hmm. Because, and they didn't know what the hell it was, so they just started using it. And we assume that they built it, but maybe they never really did build it. Maybe somebody else did. Like, they're looking at the structure of uh, the ruins under Mexico City. Yeah, and then how one of the now one of the things I was reading about it is interesting is how that whole that whole structure, the tunnels and everything has like it's heavily insulated, like with a, an electrical insulator. So why would they in, insulate with something that insulates for electricity? There's also that, uh, and these are tunnels, massive tunnels, and how it's set up, it looks like almost like a circuit board. There's also that uh, there. What they found was to be uh, pipes that seem to have been for some kind of a nuclear reactor over in China. It still has uh, uranium um, trace elements in it that seem to uh, be uh, been there for at least the last twenty. Those pipes that go under that go under that river or yeah. that lake. They go under a lake. Maybe oh. maybe uh, to save humanity in the future. Maybe that's what they did. They went back and they tried to start re- restart civilization with no technology at all and just building everything from scratch. The bygone pipes, those ones? Yeah. Um, identified <laughs> by some fossil tree. Well, they're identified as fossil trees or tree roots. But, I mean, I mean that's, that's kind of an iffy one. I mean... Yeah, there's also the... Uh, I mean, because they're a communist country anyway. Why would they actually tell us what it really is in the first place? They, they they kept it under wraps for quite a few years. I mean, this is just from everything uh, from speculation from um, all bystanders. Yeah, but from what I understand is that they had found this uh, some time ago and they kept it under wraps for a bit. And but they were trying to figure out, you know, themselves what you know what it was, you know, because they, for all they knew, they had traces of uh, something really ancient. Yeah, uh, you know, because what, what, but what's the time period? It was like four hundred fifty thousand years ago. Yeah, it's 450. Yeah. I think it's something like that. I could, I could look it up. 
And then there's a there's the bomb um, the bomb craters or not the bomb craters but the the nuclear weapon uh, uh, leftovers in India. You know who knew? You know who who the hell knows where that came from? Well, then when they're talking about um, Krishna, when they talked about those great wars that going on and how how that in the Mahabharata, when they're oh, talking yeah. about the stuff. In, in the Upanishads and the Bhagavad Gita, the, like the great wars that they're going on, they're saying that those were actually really nuclear wars. Somebody is actually saying that. I'm trying to put a name to it, but I don't want to bring out those names because it might point to one of their books and be like advertising. Yeah, yeah. If, you've, uh, if you're wondering, please look it up on Amazon and buy a copy. Yeah. But I've always, uh, I've always been of the mindset that, you know, there have been... There have been um, time travelers, and you always got to think about uh, what places would they want to go to, you know. Which, you know, and you got to think about if there's some, maybe there's some evidence of that they left behind. Um, the crucifixion of Jesus, that'd be a very important one because that's basically the start of the calendar. You know, if you think about it, um, the, his birth, uh, to his death in 33 AD, um, and uh, that's the way you know we measure time today. Yeah, so I've always thought about. Uh, so, what are what major events would uh, they come to today, in our in our lifetime? Um, best, most importantly, probably nine eleven. If you really think about that, they were probably witness. You know, there's probably one or two that probably went back to witness that event. You know, uh, to see what actually happened. For all we know, the, one of them could have been on the plane and not taking anything away from the, the tragedy that day or trying to disparage it anyway, but. You got to think about in those terms uh, to, you know, be logical, so to speak, uh, so, such as a certain Star Trek character. Uh, that's one of my favorite. So, so what, what actually would define time traveling? Because I was thinking about, I mean, they can, they can go back and forth between points in time, or there's also like I was I, like we we're talking about the other day with the movie Arrival, where Amy Adams can actually see and influence stuff through time. Well, that's through precognition, but um, it's it's different in that it's not like some magical form of precognition. It's because uh, she learned to use her brain differently, think differently. Mm-hmm. You, um, like a quantum leap effect. Yeah, quantum quantum leap. Basically, your mind gets to go there, but your body stays in the same spot. And that's probably the way it works. For then what if you're not really even time traveling? What if you're dimension traveling? I mean, how would you know if you hit the same same dimension in space that we're in, not a different one? Or uh, another aspect you could think of that is time viewing. Like, like, like here. Let's let's talk about Back to the Future again. What if I always thought about this? What if one of those instances when he went back in time, his name really was Calvin Klein? Like, out of all the all the iterations, I mean, there's probably billions of iterations. Inf- if there's infinite iterations. You know, if there's infinite uh, integers between zero and one, there has to be infinite iterations. You know, what if he forgot his laundry, and it, it got picked up by a young Calvin Klein at a yard sale? That's true. That's he forgot his laundry. Calvin Klein at a yard sale puts his name on underwear. They sell it. That was his inspiration right there, because that's what uh, uh, got him well known back in the '80s. You know, so who knows? Yeah. You know, uh, that's the way. I mean, that's the way I would have wrote it. <laughs> you know, that would have been a nice little piece to put in the movie. I, I think when who was it? Was it Spielberg that did that movie? Uh, Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis. When he did that movie, 
Well, I guess they're kind of all the same. They're like Amblin Entertainment kind of people. But Zemeckis, when he wrote that movie, I'm always people always discount movies as a way to look at our culture and through time. But if you think about it, people always manipulate what they call quote unquote facts and quote unquote history. But they then the people manipulating quote unquote facts and history, they always overlook stories because they think, oh, those are just fictional. Whereas a lot of the fiction actually has a lot of the truth in it. Now I'm, I'm approaching this from a union point of view. I'm, I'm sure the same point of view, Robert Jordan, I hope would approach it from as well, that they approach it from a union point of view, a spiritual point of view. And they see it that there there are these truths. Maybe maybe in Back to the Future itself, just that movie, having that movie, is a manipulation in space and time. What a, and manipulates events. Well, because they do manipulate events further down the road for all of us. I mean, I mean, we look at, what is it, um, Jules Verne? I mean, before there were submarines, he thought of the idea of submarines, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they had submarines way before. You know, he probably wasn't the first human, but... He was another person to actually fictionalize it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I kind of like those movies. I wish they, damn, I wish they would have made a third one. Was uh, the one, the Journey to the Center of the Earth with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and right? then the second one, yeah, with, yeah. They, they, and uh, yeah, they had that one. And I wish they would have made a third one because you know they were touching on that whole subject matter. Vernon, uh, what do they call it? Vern, Vernonism. Vernianism, Vernism. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where his his uh, works of fiction were actually based in reality. Yeah. So I'd love to have seen that third one where they did, you know, they did the time. And like going to the moon, the one yeah. about them going to the moon. Well, we're going to the moon. Oh, no, that, excuse so me. Time Andrew, travel. Time travel is H.G. Wells, the time, uh, the time machine. Oh yeah, me, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, Journey to the Moon was the third one, I believe. Yeah, and he, he, he forgot, and he for God's sakes, he got it right. You know, he uh, predicted, uh, you know, where you, the most optimal point to get the, get off the Earth. Which is near to your equator, you know, because uh, that's just practical uh, from a scientific point of view. You know, so uh, but H. G. Wells, you know, he was a r- awesome writer. Uh, I remember reading that when I was a kid, and I was just blown away just how, you know, uh, the 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 concept of looking in, you know, looking forward and how it could go wrong, you know, not about all the advancements we could have made, you know, in you know, but the just the way everything could have went wrong and we, you know, go into a dark future, you know, where human, you know, what we know as call ourselves as human falls into something completely predatory and dark, you know, um, after we've destroyed what are uh, ourselves at the pinnacle of our achievements in civilization. And that's when the cockroaches finally take over because <laughs> they've been here the longest. Yeah. I, I, I've always been fascinated by, the concept of going, you know, not so much forward, but looking back, you know, being just being, in, uh, I think going into the past would be awesome, but you, there would be rules, you know, do, you know, if you're going to be working in, you know, just going into the past just to observe, you know, but they, uh, I can't remember which scientific concept where they say the, if you observe observer effect, where just by be, observing, you're changing things. Yeah. Yeah, uh, even though you may not be a part of the equation, just being a uh, you're just by being there, you're changing things. It's kind of like well, how some people are luckier than other people. It's because some people have that effect on on whatever they're doing. Yeah, and you, um, I think mathematically they can prove that luck exists. 
you know, uh, if, if everybody starts thinking of the last winning lottery number, you know, chances are people, it would probably pop up again in the next one. Uh, I believe that there was actually a study on that uh, where they asked everybody on the Internet to think of the number 25, and it actually uh, started occurring naturally. I, I think the, the observer effect is like, Schrodinger's cat illustrates it perfectly well in the thought experiment where he's talking about super positioning where he's like, well, there's a cat in the box mm. then there's poisonous gas and it just, you know, I can open it and the cat could either be dead from the gas or I can open it and the cat could be alive. I think the whole point of when you uh, Schrodinger's cat and uh, the whole point of the theory is, is that you, it's open to interpretation any way you want because, it, it you know, if you are there and you are you're just be, the act of observing you know is is changing the outcome if you you know it's like the whole uh thing about you know if a tree falls down in a forest does it actually make a sound you know um you know if you went back in time and you observed an event you know just you being there did that change did, did it occur because you were there or is there or, or is there uh, different circumstances of why it occurred just because of your presence. You know, or you get, what if it would just occur the same way regardless if you were there or not? I, I forget there was a movie like that where he's trying to go back. Do you remember that one? I'm trying to think of it. Where he went back in time and no matter what he did, things were going to come out the same way no matter what. Uh, I think it was a, a... There was one movie by Robert Hayes he did um, back in, I believe it was in the 80s, where he, he went back to try to change uh, history by preventing the JFK assassination, um, and he end, it ended up getting worse every time he, he tried to change it. No matter what he did, he uh, trying to go to the president and to prevent Vietnam because he wanted his uh, brother not to die in Vietnam. And uh, his, uh, when uh, he showed... Lyndon Johnson, he had a, his scientist friend go back with him to try to change uh, the, the outcome of uh, Lyndon Johnson's uh, administration's decisions to send more troops. And they ended up making it worse because uh, Lyndon Johnson saw a future version of himself uh, stepping down from office and he ended up becoming more um, enraged by that. You know, his, he, he didn't want to fail, so he ended up sending more troops. He, and uh, and it almost matched almost the, the historical account, you know, word for word. But he kept trying to change it, and you know, but it, everything on a large scale would you know, got worse. Uh, I think the movie you're thinking of was uh, Eleven Twenty Two. It was in a movie. It was on Hulu. Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. There was a. Uh, it was a James Franco that came out. Oh, the one based on the Stephen King novel. Yeah. No matter what he would do, it'd still end out the same. Yeah, because he had that. He had that way to go to the past in the back of that guy's uh, 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 restaurant, and no matter what, in his meat locker, mm-hmm. and it just kept getting worse and worse. No matter what he tried, and the out, and uh, even when he tried to save his uh, his uh, his buddy, his buddy's father from murdering the rest of his family and sh- and shooting his buddy, um, it made it made his life worse. Than what what it turned out to be, you know. So, it, it just shows that there is a grand intricacy to what the fabric of of uh, of time is. But uh, you know, and and not to get all nihilistic, but in the grand scheme of things, human history is not that important. You know, if you think about in, in the entire cosmos, we're just a small small ant hill in this you know in a giant universe. 
you know, but the, I think the repercussions of everything that would happen um, would probably get somebody's attention out there. You know, even people in the future would probably feel it if we if we were to so interfere if we had the uh, time uh, the time traveling technology now. And for all we know, it's probably occurred. You know, uh, maybe that's the reason why America is on top. And no matter what we're trying to do, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. You know, uh, if you think about it, all our technology is not saving the world. It's just making things worse. You know, and you ever think about why we keep, we're, we're always so ahead, why events always seem to favor our country, and, and it always seems to go bad, you know, no matter what we do, if you really think about it. So, oh, you know, over and over, it just it's just one of those things that you would have to really uh, keep your... Uh, you know, keep to yourself if you were to so choose to travel into the past. Yeah, you know, so you know. Or maybe it's just consciousness in general, or our general outlook um, influencing the outcomes. We, it's proven, like if you think positively, positive things do happen to you, and you still even stay positive in the light of really negative consequences. Versus people who are constantly negative and bad stuff keep it's just keeps keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. What I've always wondered is, and I think you you touch on this is uh, the Mothman um, prophecy, where um, something um, uh, something uh, a tragic event that actually happened, and you know, and it, it occurred. Now I've always thought about what you take that and turn and turn it the other way. Um, what if there was a positive outcome from some uh, from something being taught, uh, being shown to us about the future? I think I think it's I think it that kind of stuff happens, but people don't realize it's happening. Like positive outcomes constantly. Oh, and, oh, it's easier to see the bad thing happening versus the good thing happening. It's it's kind of cyclical. I don't know if that, that counts as time travel though, when we're constantly influencing the patterns of everything around us, or we're just kind of swimming in it, and then sometimes we're like we think it's going really slow and it's not, and it ends up kind of like snowballing. Uh, I've always thought about uh, what if uh, everybody in the future thought about, you know, God, if they only knew back then, what if they all had that thought and they carried that thought, you know, you know, for strongly for an entire year? Would would something in the past change? Would people actually get to see what, what's going to happen? You know, if there's mass consciousness and our brains can somehow uh, we would be able to transmit that um that event back to somebody in the past, would they would, would they be able to change it?